Hey, I'm Coach Jay. I'm the G-Man. We've built this podcast for the hardworking men and women of the automotive community. Some of you will listen and be entertained. Others will listen and apply. Our purpose is to provide both. Welcome to the Hard Shop Life. The G-Man. What's going on, buddy? What's up, Coach Jay? Hey, we're here. Another day, another dollar. Back on the mic. Back on the mic, I know. Let's see, Coach. Is it the 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 one, the only Coach? <laughs> Jesus. I'm still working on it. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. still trying to figure out your intro. Yeah, well, get in front of the, get in front of a mirror. <laughs> oh boy. This is great. This is great. This is great. It's the Coach J intro. Oh, man. All right, all right, all right. So today's episode is near and dear to my heart because I learned the most about managing people through this one thing. Wow. Yeah. So when I was a service manager, I have failed. I have have failed as service manager a couple of times. I have failed as leading people several times but every single time i would i would always learn my learn a lesson learn something how can i apply i used to just keep on going and now to this point i i understand it because it was a question brought up to me brought up to me and here was the question and it was given to me by one of my by my mentor they said coach j would you want to be liked more Loved more, loved more, or respected more? Hmm. And I was like, "What was your answer to that?" Man, that was so hard, man. Because you I'm want like, so. Hold on, let's stop for oh. a second. He said, "Do you want to be liked slash loved more or respected more? Are they not the same thing?" Mm, so I thought they were the same thing. I really did. I thought they were the same thing, and they were not. They were not. And let me tell you why. Um, People just genuinely want to be liked. Mm -hmm. So I want to be liked, right? So I've always thought that in order to get people to do things for you, just make them like you, Mm -hmm. right? Yep. And it should be easier that way. You should make people like what you're saying and doing in your direction, and they should just do it. Right. So I... Uh, back in the day, I would say Coach J, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, would have said, well, I want to be liked because I think I could get more production out of people with them liking me. Mm. And then it hit me like a freight train where my mentors in this business, like yourself, you're you're one of my mentors, you know, mm-hmm. I know we're partners, but we're, we're meant, you're my mentor mm-hmm. too. It was interesting to see what people said about my mentors as leaders. And one of my biggest, you know, my number one, my, my, my first mentor, and he's still my mentor, uh, was a gentleman by, by called, um, I don't want to give his name out, but I'm going to call him, I'm going to call him Mr. D, Mr. D. Now, Mr. D, right, all the time, because he was the head honcho, he's the fixed ops director, right? He was in charge of like 600 people, like 500 people. It was a huge place, right? Mm-hmm. He was in charge of so many people. And people would always complain about him. Oh, man, here he comes. Oh, he's going to get on us. Oh, you know, whatever, whatever. He, he was never mean. He was never wrong. He was actually never was said about anything about them treating mistreating people, mm-hmm. right? They were just complaining of one thing. 
He made you accountable. Hmm. And so to this day, when I talk to any people that would that were working with me back then, with him, they to this day so you know what? He was a pain in the ass, but I have the utmost respect for him. And I loved working in that environment. And I said, why? Because he is the fairest manager, leader, fixed up. He was the fairest person that led us. He would say, if it's for you, it's got to be for them. If it's not for them, he, he was always trying to look at every situation and go, okay, right? Now, it, it wasn't about everything, right? Like he was also that one person that said, okay, well, let me look at it this way. Uh, me, Coach Jay, back in the day was, was JR. So I was the number one service advisor. I worked the hardest. I would come in on my days off. I was doing all these things, right? Mm -hmm. So once in a blue moon, if I'd go and ask, go, hey, can I leave a couple hours early? It'd be, sure. No, 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 no questions asked. Okay. Do you got everything handled? Yep. Got everything handled. And so some of the people would be, oh, favoritism. Oh, JR can get away with everything or whatever. And his answer were, perform like he performs and you'll have the same. Mm. And they hated that. <laughs> They hated that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe my laugh is out of place, but I just think it's funny because you're like <laughs> the high performing person gets the you know the spoils, right? And they hate that. They oh, you you win every game, and yeah, you know you, you know, work way harder than us. You, that's that's BS. That sucks. <laughs> like man, you you gosh darn it, man. Oh man, I you know I don't understand. That's funny. I don't know. That's not fair that you connect better that's with funny. people than I do. Yeah. It's like, what yeah. the heck is wrong? Dude, all the time when I used to like write service and, and look at all the stuff, right? And I'd get somebody else's appointment, right? I don't, or it was, well, see, it was an open drive. So whoever you greeted was yours unless they asked for another advisor. Right. And you always have to give it away, right? So, oh my God. There were so many times where, where a couple of advisors would be like, hey, that's my customer. Really? You helped them twice. They've been here 14 times, right? They didn't ask for you. Oh, but those are my recommendations. Right, right. That's so sad that I had to connect with them for them to buy than you did. Dude, that's bullshit. You just told them what they needed. Maybe you didn't. <laughs> yeah, that's a. So anyway, that that's another topic. That's a yeah. That's that's definitely. a whole other topic that I want to get into. You were dead into, on, dead right? on with that one. So 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 the question is here is I reflect now and I looked at your leadership ability and I'm I'm gonna toot my own horn. I, I changed. Because, and I say that every time. So listen, lesson number one of this, of this episode, write this down and listen very closely. If you want to be a successful leader, okay, if you want to be a successful leader, you have to focus on the respect first. And the respect first means is being a person of your, of integrity of your word, Right. Following and having a system and process that you believe is the Bible, yeah, is your commandments. Yep. This is what we do, and this is what we stand for, right? And then, then once you've settled that foundation, move on to the like. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. I think that's a that's a a, a really good way to put it, because I think ultimately you want to have a team that you want to be around, you want to have a team that you, you know, that you, that you like. Yeah. Right. And you want that team to like you and 
you want to function, you know, you want to have, I guess, I don't know, you want to get some enjoyment out of what you're doing, right? right. And, and you have to develop some personal relationships in order to, to really make that happen. Um, but I think, yeah, if you focus too much on that and you're just driven because you want people to like you, you make poor decisions. Right. Right. Because it, it's like, I'm going to make it, uh, oh, I want you to like me, so I'm going to make that, oh, you want that too, oh, I'm going to make that for you, and, you know, oh, you want that too, oh, well, I got to do that for you too. And then the next thing you know, you're just, you're, you've got chaos going yeah. on. Yeah, um, You know, I've seen it before where they, you know, they let an advisor show up late for work, right? Mm -hmm. Every day, basically. Every day I can come in at 8, everybody else got to be there at 6.45 for the morning meeting, that advisor comes in at 8. Well, why? Well, you know, they got the thing and and they need they need this time to do that. And and I'm like, okay, well, one, once, once, twice. Right. It's okay. But if that becomes standard practice, now you're 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 doing that just because you want you're not, you want them to like you, right? That's the popular decision. Right. You're not doing that because that's gonna benefit your business. Cause if you were making that decision, they need to be there at six forty five. Right. Right. So it's 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 just like when and I did the same thing. For perfect example. I was the assistant manager. The manager would have meetings in the morning. Well, the manager's now on vacation. Hey, hey, JR, do we have to come to the meeting? No, we're going to skip the meeting. Right. Don't worry about it. You're the good type. Oh, you're yeah. The, yeah, you're awesome, man. Disneyland we dad like over there. Yeah. yeah, you're the best, right? But <laughs> yeah. then what happened to performance? Goes down. Yep. What happens to accountability? Goes down, yep. right? It happens every single time. I mean, I I hate to 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 expose the truth, but it just happened to you right now. You were at an automotive group. Yeah. You were there for a while. You put systems in place. They loved you. They cried when you left. Yeah. Everything was good. And then who took over? Oh, you gave the – your assistant now became the manager. Now yeah. he's the manager, right? And what's happening right now is, oh, the manager like, guys, don't worry. We don't have to do the things every single day. Don't worry about this. Oh, that report or whatever, give, making yourself account. Don't worry about that. Right. Oh, oh, we love you. We're great. Two months later, three months later, it's – Oh man, we miss the G man. Yeah, we miss this because man, my paycheck now reflects it. Yep. Right. People like you until you affect their money. Yeah, for sure. That, that's that's a truism for sure. And I think also people like structure. Yeah. I think as much as people want to believe that they want to live in anarchy and make their own decisions and not be, I don't want to be bossed around or. You know, the truth of the matter is, is things are way better when there are standards and everybody operates by the standards and the playing field is level and you, you know what it is and you understand it and you can, you can participate, you know, you get the rules, like all those things matter. And just think about children for that matter. You know, my wife, you know, here I am, you know, as I was growing my career, reading all these books on management and, and psychology, human psychology and, and performance and she's reading books on how to raise kids, and they're the exact same books, mm -hmm. right? I mean, the kids, it's the same thing with kids. Kids want structures. As parents, we don't, we want our kids to be happy all the time, and, and you know, but you can't let them do whatever they want. Right. They have to go to school, they have to eat the right things. Like, you know, if you gave your kid the opportunity, they'd eat nothing but cake every day, right? They'd play all the time, they'd never go to school, and then what are you gonna raise? So we know that, so we, we have to put rules on them expectations we want them to get good grades we're not going to accept an f right right it's the same thing it's exactly the same scenario at work and those that structure you know your kids don't always like you 
Right. Right? Right. They're not always happy with the decisions you no. make as a parent. It's no. exactly the same thing as a manager. Your staff is all, not always going to like you. They're not always going to like the decisions you make. But if you do it right and you do a good job, your kids grow to respect you and appreciate the decisions that you made. And your staff will do exactly the same thing. Right. They will grow to respect the fact that, hey, maybe not I don't, maybe I don't always like what he says and decides, but um, I understand it, and and I understand that it it uh, how would I say it? It's 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 even handed, right? I'm not deciding something for somebody else and something for this person, and the rules are all over the place, and everybody does whatever the hell they want. There's a structure and there's a standard to it. Hey, man, I used to tell people that all the time. In fact, I used to do um, the guy with the best results could pick a schedule. Oh, that's fun. So the advisors, you know, it, they would rotate days off throughout the week so that we could have a nice even coverage throughout the week. And everybody wants Saturday off, right? Mm-hmm. And so I would say, okay, well, whoever has the biggest number can can pick their days off. And if that guy that with the biggest number picks Wednesday, then so be it. But if not, then he gets every Saturday off until you knock him off the totem pole. There you go. But so that's the thing. But everybody understands that's the rule. Yeah. Go out there and go get it. Go, yeah. It's, everybody has the fair. opportunity. Yeah. Everybody has the opportunity. See, see, and there's a difference. There is a difference. So they ba- might not like that, but they respect it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So the thing is, is and, and, and see, I would believe that in the scenario you talked earlier about that one advisor that comes at 8 o'clock and everybody else comes at 645, right. right? Is he the number one guy? Is he staying the latest? Is he the, you know what I'm saying? Is he CSI number one? Yeah. Is he? Then maybe that can justify it. If right. you get there, then you can. But if he's not... And the team knows it, you're failing as a leader. Yep. You have no reason for yep. that. You cannot champion mediocrity. Absolutely you not. cannot. And I'll tell you right now. I'll tell you right now. And it happens to managers all the time. They want to justify it by the fear that's inside of them. Yes. Let me tell you. If this, if I tell this guy he has to come at 645, I may not have him. Yep. Okay, then find somebody else. Oh, no, 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 no. Do you know how hard it is to do? You know what you're telling you? You're, you know what you're telling everybody? I don't know how to... Be a good leader because I don't know how to train people to do the job. Yep. I had a manager a couple weeks ago tell me it takes a year for an advisor to get up to speed and be able to do his job. It takes a year. I'll throw this out here right now. I'm not trying to be boastful. I'm not trying to. I'll tell Mm -hmm. you. I will challenge any service manager in this country, anyone. You have a brand new advisor. You want to bring me on, bring me or the G man there. I'll have them up and running and mastering in ninety days. Yeah, ninety days. I'm going to tell you why. Because I'm not going to do a thing. I'm going to give you the tools and resources to see and show you how you can do it yourself. So then you could be a better leader. Because I'll tell you what, if I come in and I can show them and teach them and do what all these things, guess what they're going to look at you? Yeah. Who's this guy? I thought he was the one that already knew all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's the thing I think like it it's you have to have I don't know what I guess you would have to have more realistic expectations of yourself. Yes. Does it take you you a year you just putting them on autopilot and throwing yes, them out? Exactly. Like, come on. And the other thing too is who are you hiring? You're hiring somebody that doesn't even know how to tie their shoes. Like, yeah, I don't get it. Find somebody that's got some aptitude, somebody that, that's got some drive, somebody that, that's excited to get up in the morning and, and, and create something and build something and make something out of themselves. You do that, shoot, you got to hold that guy back. I'll tell you what right now. I've said the same thing you've said to many managers, and you know what their, their, their excuse is? 
Hmm. Oh, well, you don't know. I'm dealing with all these millennials. <laughs> you, can't, <laughs> you can't even get them to tie their own shoes. <laughs> these guys, you know. Hey, man, back in the day when I used to walk in the snow back and forth with my bare feet and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, right. come on, man. Give me a break. They're people. They're just yeah. people. Communicate it with them. Have a path. But that's a funny thing. You could go back and pull, and I've seen people pull quotes of, of uh, Gen Xers. I'm a Gen Xer. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, they said the same thing about Gen X. You know, <laughs> how are we going to deal with these Gen X? These Gen Xers are going to run the world. Then what's going to happen? Well, now we're here. <laughs> Everything's fine. You know, we yeah. figured it out. Like these kids, these millennials, they're kids, and they got different stuff going on than we did. But so what? They Like they, they, they still, they, they have... You know they still want to win, and I think the other thing too is, like I'm, I am the the I, I would say I'm the strong silent type. Like I, you, you just I'm gonna go nose down and just go to work. Like I'm strapping on the tool belt, grabbing the hammer and nails. I'm just going to work, and you don't have to talk to me a lot, and you probably won't hear from me very much, right? That's just kind of how I operate. Um, but all you all you need to know is I'm working, no matter what. I don't care yeah. if you watch me or not. Yeah. And so let's say you know the millennials these days. They they don't operate that way, no. right? They they need that feedback, but that feedback also, you know, will will help everybody else. So it's like while while you may need to design a scoreboard and a you know and and trophies for every day somebody wins something and you're doing you know you're or, doing a game or for, just the processes of right. It. All that stuff, though, will benefit everybody, regardless yeah. of the fact that the millennials need it more right. than everybody else, right? And again, it's awareness. If, and if again, we go back to this thing where it's like, you know, respect versus like, and we hold back on on displaying people's uh, performance because we don't want to offend them. Yeah. Right. The people who aren't performing, if I put his numbers up there, he's going to get mad. Right. Because he doesn't want to be exposed. Right. Right. And so then we choose not to, and then we just blame the millennials. And well, he's he just wants to. No, it's like that's what we're supposed to do. Right. And we need to. And the only reason you wouldn't do that is because of that, because you don't want to make it visible. You don't want to be the bad guy. You don't want to tell people bad news. You don't want to talk about things that are negative and hard. And you go back to that thing where all you're trying to be is liked, and there's no standards. Nobody cares. Right? You know what I mean? Like think about it. It's easy, so easy for it to spiral out of control. Yeah, and it's it's true too. Even those same service managers have looked at me. Heck, they looked at us and go, "Oh, you guys just must be millennials." Then uh, we didn't mean to. We we did. And I'm like, we appreciate the compliment. We're obviously a Dash and League still good looking, even though we're old as fart. But you know, it's understanding people, right? And I agree. I I, I am happy to be called a millennial. Yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take it. You know, I will. I will no. take it one hundred percent. Despite the gray in my beard. Oh, how about my hair loss? I mean, people, people, uh, yeah, people will rate me younger, and I will comply. Yeah, jeez, Louise. So, in this scenario, takeaways. What like, are the takeaways? Let's talk. You about know, that. if if you want to be liked, that should be something that's important to you. I get it, but I think it's the second step. Yeah. Step number one is respect. So many of our audience members are going to go, okay, Coach J and the G-Man, tell me some things where I can start gaining respect. I say keep it simple. I say, this is my part. This is my takeaway to you guys. There are three things you need to consider about leadership, and they are my go-tos. This is my golden rule, my platinum rule, okay? If you're going to want to start getting the respect, and this, this is my secret sauce, That worked for me, and I've seen it work for others. First thing, 
set a clear expectation. Mm-hmm. Tell your team, tell your employee, tell what you envision the end looking like and set that clear expectation of what they should be doing for what reason to attain what goal. Mm-hmm. Then you give them a clear directive. Mm-hmm. This is what I this is what you should be doing. This is what we're going to do. This is how it's going to be done, right? And then the third thing which is critical is measure the results. You know, I would say to you, G-Man, I expect this, that you need to be here on time. You need to be doing this. You need to be doing your walk around. You need to be doing whatever you do every day. Yep. Okay. And I, and and I'm going to send you out to do that and you're going to, and I'm going to check on it every so often. Right. To make sure that that's being done. Yep. Right. Now, if it's not done, then that, that, and you're getting a poor result, we're going to have a problem. Right. If you are doing and you're still getting a poor result, then we're going to talk and discuss on Maybe it it is the actions that you're taking. Maybe it's the directive I gave, and maybe there's a misunderstanding. But either way, I know that this is where we should be doing what we do. This is our process and mm-hmm. system. And in order for us to get where we want to be, we got to follow these steps. Right. Okay, so I got one for you. Yes, sir. To me, and I think this is a big deal, and I see this all the time, um, make decisions. I see... All the time, yes. Managers oh just won't make a decision. They go to into analysis paralysis. Uh, it, to me, it's horrible. And they say you're better off making a decision and moving quickly versus trying to wait and make the best decision and and waiting too long. Right. Right. And I think I see that a lot. Where where managers they want to make the right decision, they have fear. Right of making the wrong decision, and so they wait too long, too long, too long, too long, and then they start to lose their team. Now, ultimately, they might make one and, and set up a process or whatever it's going to be or create a rule, but at the end of that, it's just taking so long, their team's just kind of over it. Yeah. So I think the one thing that people like respond to, you know, when I've gone into stores and I, I've, the dealerships that I've worked worked in personally worked there as an employee – one of the things I think that people respond to a lot with me is that I'll make a decision and I'm not really worried whether I'm right or wrong at the moment because I don't have enough information to really know. And so I just weigh the and make and choose the best option I can. And I am open to being wrong. I'll make I'll make a wrong decision and that's okay. As long as the consequences aren't, you know, too great, right? We're not talking life and death here. Right. But it's easy to pivot. Yeah. Like that's the other thing is, yes. oh, I made a decision. Now I'm afraid to be wrong and I don't want my people to see me be wrong. No, make a decision, be wrong. Show your people that, hey, look, I can make mistakes too. Let's go this way. Right. Oh, that's good. Let's go this way. Life is not a straight line. You're not going to make the right decision every time. I don't care how long you think about it. Make a decision, make a choice, set a, set a thing in place. If it doesn't work, don't be afraid to change it. It's just an idea. It's not a belief. Nobody's going to die. Just you know, and I'm telling you, people will respond to that. They it's so refreshing when they're like, "God, finally somebody that'll make a decision around here." Amen, brother. Cue the choir. I got to get off the <laughs> climbing. This is me. That was good, bro. It's me climbing down good. off my soapbox now. <laughs> well, Maybe I'll drop the mic. <laughs> that was good. That was real good. So, G man. Uh, so, what did you think about the topic? Are you a little preachy? Um, I love this topic. I That's really great. Love this topic, I, lo- I love so. it too. It, res- it, it, it really is. It, it hits home to me because I had to decide that did I really, what was more impactful to my people? What was more important yeah. to them? Right. And it's funny because I believe the liked part is about my, it was about me. So that's my ego. Yeah. Instead of the respect being about them. Right. And if you focus on them and not you, you'll get better results. Yeah. 
every time. Yeah. And that's where I leave you. No, that's gold. I'm not going to even step on that. <laughs> <laughs>